You're listening to the After The Show Movie Podcast from ascully.com. Your weekly look at movies, video games, and more brought to you by your hosts, A. Scully and Sitor. We're addicted to movies. Are you? Good afternoon. Welcome to After The Show. Welcome, Sitor. Hello. Hello. Hello to you. What have you been doing today? <laughs> well. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? Uh, <laughs> Wearing some shoes and some stripy purple socks and some black, what do you call them? Cargo pants and a mostly see-through backwards shirt. Sexy. That I've cut up and sewn back together, kind of like a Franken shirt uh, with a sports bra under it and uh, my Fitbit and the same hair that I've had for two days without taking it out of the ponytail for sleeping. Did you really want to know what I'm wearing? No. Or did you want to discuss the before the after the show discussion, which today... Quite interesting. <laughs> I discovered that a friend of mine was going to a Comic-Con here in our state. I was like, oh, we have a Comic-Con. And then you said, oh, and what you heard on Howard Stern was, there's a fist con. And we're not going to go into the details, but then we discussed <laughs> it. Or fisting con. Not fist, like, you know. I think it's called fist con, but it's Okay. Well, it's, it's, we're, gonna, we're not going to discuss it at length. I'm just saying no. that's where the before the after the show discussion <laughs> <laughs> And we're back to me playing The Sims and innocently just coming down from that conversation. Yes. The world is the world, right? I mean, it is. People are people. That's it. Yes. As Depeche Mode famously said. That's true. (laughs) So it is Saturday, February the 11th. This is after the show 774. We're a movie review podcast. We look at a movie every week. This week's movie is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It's a 2022 movie. You can buy it now on Blu-ray, streaming, 4K. Uh, It's rated PG-13. Our friends at Marvel and Disney sent us a copy for review. Sid Talk, can you give us the synopsis of the movie Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Uh, It is another adventure in the... Actually, I feel like more than anything, it's a tribute... Not just to the guy. Chadwick Boseman. Correct. It's a tribute to like a new way of approaching these types of stories. And it's a superhero movie-ish. Yeah. I'll give you the one off the box then. Wasn't that perfect? That was perfect. (laughs) The people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world power as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Yes, that's that's more accurate than what I said. So what they're saying is... Don't hire you to make synopsis for Marvel movies. I feel like mine are interesting more than just like informational or useful. All right. So <laughs> Black Panther Wakanda Forever is the 30th movie in the Marvel MCU. So Sid Talk, what did you think? I enjoyed it very much. I think it was, like I said, it's a tribute to a new way of approaching just like and I compared it to The Last of Us 2, which is a video game and now a a TV show, but an idea of resolving these giant, violent, force meets force kind of things with a little bit different approach. Yeah, because they're actually dealing with a real life event and a character 
at the same time. Like, right. I mean, the death of him and then they deal with the death of his character. But I'm talking about when you have two forces going to war and right. the, the idea of the machismo of if you prick us just one more time, you poke us, you prick us, you give us any more shit, we're going to bring you all down. We're going to kill you all. Right. And there's no there's been no other escape from those ideas. So there's been um, I'm sure there have been. Right. Yeah. But that's been the overriding big action idea. One nation goes to war with another nation and one's going to lose and that's it. And this is a the approach now is if we keep fighting, it will literally never end for all eternity. How do we not find a better way? If someone's going to threaten us and try to destroy us, sure, we can defend ourselves. But the overriding message is there has to be a better way, right, than to just bully each other and then avenge each other what everybody does all the time because it's forever it's like a it's like a thing you see it a snake eating its tail yes oh see someone thought of it before i did (laughs) (laughs) damn i thought i cornered the market on that one no i just feel like that i like that approach i don't know how successful every instance of it is it can feel hypocritical when you're still blowing people up and people are dying and all that kind of stuff but overriding idea is there has to be an end to everybody just killing each other all the time. Now, if you think of the battle in the original Black Panther, like there was a giant battle at the end with like all of Wakanda and, you know, the troops and the big, it was like Braveheart, them all charging at each other. This one, they kind of reined it in a bit. A little bit. I mean, I think the attack on the ship was supposed to be that, but it it was a little bit lame, the attack on the ship. Yeah, and it didn't look good. I hate it when that shit happens. I hate it. And I was like, wow, this is the this is the climax, a battle on a little ship. It doesn't feel very worldly, like everybody's involved. It feels like nobody's involved because we're in the middle of nowhere, right? I mean, it wasn't a little ship. Wherever the hell they were in the middle of the ocean. It doesn't feel like anybody's going to get hurt apart from the people in the battle. You know, so it kind yeah. of rains, kind of pulls it back a bit. Like it may, it didn't make it feel... Yes, and I said that about the bad guy, that it didn't feel... Like we were all in peril. Yeah, even though his... So the bad guy is the guy from under the water. Aquaman. There's a whole, It's not Aquaman. <laughs> whole different story. But his thing is he's been waiting for hundreds of years to for the upper world to try to penetrate or discover them. And now he feels that he's at threat. And now he wants to destroy everything. That's his plan. Like, that's his first plan. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you all now might know about us. Somebody somewhere might. And now we're going to burn the whole world to the ground. I mean, that's his first approach, which is fascinating. I'm interested in, like, the politics of the movie where it's like, it's it's kind of like how a real war would start, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, how it starts is, like, America, I guess. It is America, isn't it? The ones who are drilling down under the sea. They're looking for vibranium which only exists inside wakanda which they're not allowed to go inside so they can yeah, never but they have could it. just go to that planet where there's unobtainium and they'd be fine why it's not the same thing <laughs> so they're drilling under the ocean and find some vibranium and this they're trying to take it but little does anybody know that this guy aquaman what's his name uh no more no more namu right there you go. he is under there no more. He he is uh he got his civilization under there, and he also has vibranium. 
but he doesn't want mess. He, d- he just wants to be left alone. So you, I, I'm assuming anybody who tries it, he just kills them, right? I know you keep saying that's all he wants, but I think he's been prepared to kill everyone since he was a child and he discovered the colonization of yeah, he has the some, Incan Empire. He has some Empire. revenge inside him. Yeah, so he's always wanted to do that. So I don't know that he just wanted to be left alone. Well, I, I was like, on his side at the beginning. Right, but I don't know if... I think he was always waiting to burn it all down, if so, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so they're trying to get the vibranium. He He's like, hey, no, you're not taking our vibranium. And then... He figures out that there's a MIT student who figured out a thing to let them get vibranium. So if he gets rid of this MIT student, they won't be able to continue with their thing. He doesn't know that that she's a student. I know what you're saying, but I'm just explaining yeah. who she is. Like, yeah. So then he gets Wakanda involved, and then things start to go awry. Right? It's like our war start. It's like absolutely. I, f- I felt like that was pretty realistic scenario, but. The threat didn't feel like a threat. It didn't. Like he didn't really feel like a threat because he had, he seemed a bit comical. Yes. I felt really bad saying that, but yeah. He has these um, shoes, uh, feet. Is it his shoes or actually his feet? It's his feet. He was born with wings coming out of wings his ankles. Wings coming out of his feet. And you said that's how he is in the comic. And I was like, oh. Yeah, but. he is. And he flies around kind of in a, Marvel bad special effects way. And it didn't make me ever feel frightened of him. No, and it's unfortunate because I'm sure he's supposed to be like super threatening. I mean, he says some things that sound threatening. Yeah. But still, I was like, nah, Wakanda will probably just ruin you. You know? But then when he does come like to bring a war to Wakanda, he was pretty good in that. Like, I mean, he did destroy a lot of stuff. Kind of just in that one town, though. Yeah. But then the main. I mean, city. that's what kind of like the city center, right? The right, but I mean, I don't know. I just felt no threat from him, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. So spoilers. I just want to mention a big spoiler in the middle of this movie. So go away and watch this movie and come back. Or if you don't care, I'm just going to say it anyway. <laughs> okay. When he does bring war to Wakanda, he kills the queen. Right. He didn't give people much of a chance to get away, but hey, okay. <laughs> Now, I said they kill everybody in these movies. Yeah. So that is supposed to be a huge stake. But for me, it, I didn't feel any emotional weight to it. And I, not, I don't know why. I think it might be because we already dealt with that at the beginning. At the beginning, they do a tribute to Chadwick Boseman where his coffin flies up into the air and they have a ceremony. And it's really sad, right? Very. So then when she died and they did the same thing again with the coffin and all that, it didn't have as much impact. I was like, oh, okay. So I know this is going to be a catalyst so Shuri can be more vengeful. Yeah. But I didn't feel it. You know when you're supposed like, I don't know if you did, but I didn't feel emotional in any way. Um, I yeah, I did. I didn't want the queen to die. Well, I didn't, but the way it was done didn't, it was very quick. It was like, you're the queen now, funeral thing. 30 seconds, the end, uh, you know, we're done with her. I guess. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was, I mean, the movie's two hours and 41 minutes. It's not like they didn't have time to do things. True. <laughs> but it felt like the queen's dead, the end. That's the end of the queen. You'll never, we'll never talk about her or I'll see her again. That's it. So that was where the emotional weight disappeared. Like, it, I was just like, oh. Hmm. And then they go off and do the battle on the ship, which 
I think is a very disappointing finale for any Marvel movie because we've seen other Marvel movies with such epic finales that this one felt like nothing. What it did feel like, it was the lead on to a third movie. We haven't finished with what's going on here, have we? So we need another movie. Because, yeah. Because it does leave it like that at the end, doesn't it? Like uh, there's things up in the air at the end. You're like, okay, we need to see another one now to figure out what the rest of this story is. So I don't know. It just felt like a middle movie of a trilogy that didn't really forward anything for me. Like I disagree. We have a whole new Black Panther. What are you talking about? But then we don't. She do is, mean? and then she isn't, right? Yes, she is. Well, I feel like she isn't at the end. Yes, she is. She's oh, the she Black is. Panther. Oh, Hayes, what did you miss? Oh, I feel like the, <laughs> the other guy will No, be. he's only fighting for the throne. You're not... No, not that guy. The small guy. Oh, no, no. She's the Black Panther. So I think you, somewhere along the line, you've always associated the king with the Black Pantherness. I don't think they have to go together. Mm. Because... The son was the Black Panther. The father was the king. And then the king died, you know, in our other story. And so then he became king, but he's also Pink Panther. I don't think they go together. Pink Panther. I keep saying Pink Panther. Black Panther. So those don't go together. So it's interesting that you thought that, no, she's Black Panther now. Well, I thought she was for a while, and then I thought she wasn't. Right. Well, I'm telling you that's incorrect, huh. so you can either believe me or not, but when I'm actually When she leaves correct. at the end, I thought that she decided not to be it. You can't not be it. Right. You're just it. Right. Until you die. <laughs> like, no one, you don't stop. All right, so she's going to die in the next one, then. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that seems like a fair <laughs> assumption. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so there's that. And there's also the birth of a new Marvel character called Ironheart. But she's going to get her own thing. So, But they introduce her here. So those are the things that... Are, but I felt like overall it felt like this this baddie guy, Namor, he seemed like he should be awesome, but then he isn't that awesome. I know. They've just taken the feathers off the feet. I think it would have been... And just having be able to fly like Superman. I mean, Superman gets his power... From, the, from our son, right? So he gets regenerated. This guy gets his power from the water. So let's say he's in the water. He's living in the water. He's got a bunch of power. He can fly for a while. And then he has to go back to the water. That's all you had to do to convince me. But the wings on the feet, it yeah. was a bit comical. It's a bad superpower if you've got to be in water because like, you can just pull them out of the water and then they're done. Yeah, that was the whole... <laughs> <laughs> Like a fish, you just take it out of the tank and that's the end. But I guess, again, Superman, I mean, all you got to do to him is give him a little kryptonite and he's done for. So now, they all have a weakness. But I did like it. I mean, I love Marvel movies. I think it's respectful to Chadwick Boseman's thing. I think it's clever the way they did it. Mm. And I really did love the uh, opening Marvel titles with no music at all, like a memorial thing. You know, they'd never done that before and it did feel good. It did. It was nice. But I mean, it can't be just about a person, I guess. No, and then it isn't, like, because it is. Like, they cover the Chadwick Boseman death thing at the very beginning for about five to ten minutes, and then we move on with this story fairly quickly, right? It doesn't dwell on that, like, constantly. It does go back to it at the end, but there is, a like, a story in the middle that's... I said to you, I wonder what would be the difference if Chadwick Boseman didn't die. And you said it'd probably be the same thing. Yeah, I think it'd be the same story. We just wouldn't um, rewrite the part about the sister needing to become Black Panther. Right, and she'd be his 
How I think we, that would stay oh. the same pretty much. Yeah. But like, I don't know, because I don't work for Marvel. It has good special effects, and then it has bad special effects. <laughs> yeah. I found some of the music to be out of place in scenes. It f- didn't feel like it matched, but that was just some of it. Some of it did, some of it didn't. There was some, you know, when they were doing the car chase and the motorcycle chase, that seemed really out of place. Hmm. I don't really care about the music as much as you do. Well, I was just trying to think of all the components of the uh, mm. the experience. And the music is a big deal in Black Panther. So there's a lot of hip hop and there's a lot of like traditional African like music. Some of it really works well. I didn't think some of it did. The rap part, that might just be me with like, I've got an allergic reaction to rap. Charming. <laughs> That's kind of unfair. Because like. I'm saying it might just be me. You might love it. No, but or, to say and, that. Or you listener might love it. Right, but to say like broad sweep all of it, you don't like because I don't know if that's true. Like, I kind of, I kind of do. I, how do I you know that's true though? You've listened to every single rap song that's ever been made. I have, yeah. Hmm. I don't think that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> that's like me saying I hate country music when I know what I mean, but I, then I have to say I don't hate all of it because I haven't heard it all. And there are some things I don't mind, like Boot Scoot and Boogie and Neon Moon and few others that are really annoying to most people. <laughs> I feel like maybe this movie, I don't ever usually say this, but it felt like it was slightly long for what it was. Oh, I thought it was just right. Felt like the end fight sequence went on a bit too much. There's not a lot of action scenes, is there? Is there three? Um, depends on what you consider action. There's the action. car chase. There's the, the war in Wakanda part in the middle. And then the boat. Bit, the ship bit at the end, right? That's it. I guess I guess I think of other other things, you know, like her getting kidnapped and all of those as yeah. action scenes. But I liked it because I'm a fan of Marvel movies and I always want to know where it goes next. I like the first Black Panther movie better. I think they're equal. Hmm. Let's get on to the cast then. Letitia Wright plays Shuri. Now she has to step up here because she has to be the Black Panther. What did you think? I thought she was really good. I really, I like her anyway. So I, I liked it. I liked I, her. I liked the, um, you know, when Michael B. Jordan appeared in this movie. Yes. Creed. I did like that sequence. I thought that was really well acted. With it her. was good. They were both, it was like Shakespearean almost the way it was written. I was like, wow, that's pretty powerful stuff. We've got Lapita Nanoyo. Who is she? Is she the new Iron Lady? Iron no, Mark? she's Nakia. She's the um, the lady who was Chadwick Boseman's woman. In the oh, first yeah, one. I like her. What else have we seen her in? I don't know, actually. We've definitely seen her in something else, for sure. Is she in The Walking Dead? Uh, I don't think so. I, I think know, she's in a movie. I know Danai Guria is, this, mm-hmm. is okay. Uh, she's um, Michonne from The Walking Dead. She's really good. I liked her in this one where she could have a little bit of fun because there was a part where they went to the university. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. could be like, kind of like herself. Because if you think about it, she's always having to be powerful, regal. But in when she was she out. She gets this, dethroned a bit as well. I mean, she's not the queen, but you know. No, but she, yeah, she gets to um, have a little bit of fun there. We've got Winston Duke as Baku. He's the, uh, you know, the guy who wants to fight for the throne, that guy. I like him. Yeah. We've got Angela Bassett as the Queen Ramona. What do you think of her? Very good. Very emotional. Yeah. Good speech. I liked it when she was in, when she went to the United Nations thing at the beginning. Yes. And she's just like powerful. Yes. You know, I like that. 
Martin Freeman as Everett Ross. He's the same as always. <laughs> I do I do like him. I do, but I mean, what's the what's the crack, Martin? You know what I mean? Like it's not I mean, what did we learn new about him in this? Exactly. One? Exactly. We, yeah. Well, we did learn one thing that he was that he's married to Julia Dreyfus or was. Right. We didn't know that. Correct. And uh, who else we got? We got the baddie himself, Tenok Huerta, as Namor. He was good, but I think it was the way they wrote him and the design of him that kind of let it down. Agree. Yes. I, I like the guy. He was cool. And then finally, we got Dominic Thorne. She plays Ironheart. She's going to be like the new Iron Man. Iron Woman? Iron Heart. Iron Heart. There you go. Yeah. Non-gender specific, I think. And you fair. know, she gets to fly around in an, an iron suit. She couldn't do it without her, could she? Because she's like the brains of the operation. She had to... Um, She could. All she came and did was build her suit with Wakandan technology. Right. She but then really the, main, the battle with- at the end relied on that suit quite heavily. I didn't feel like it did, really. <laughs> I felt like she could have not been there. But, but they do introduce Ironheart. And if you're interested in Ironheart, she's going to have a Disney Plus show like the uh, Marvel shows. So we'll get to know her better in that. Directed by Ryan Coogler. He's the director of Black Panther. Fruitvale Station and the original Creed movie. What do you think of this director? I thought it was good. It's very, it's functional, right? There's not a lot of like fanciness going on. No, he was actually like in real life, like the best friend of Chadwick Boseman. So I was reading that this was like the hardest thing he's ever done. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Yeah, Like every day was just, I mean. Yeah. I get it. Emotional. So IMDb reviews, what are those? Uh, Those are reviews on the IMDb movie database on the internet. And you find the ones that are one star of people expressing their opinions in the one star manner. And usually there's somebody who says worst movie ever made or waste of my time or whatever. Well, guy number one or girl says, it's the most boring Marvel movie ever, ever, ever. There's barely any action, and the whole movie feels like a three-hour Oscar memorial. At least an hour too long with only three action sequences. The new Black Panther is not inspiring or even like... Inspiring? (laughs) Or even likeable. She comes across as a whiny child. I kept checking my watch while waiting for anything to happen. Namor and his cohorts are not menacing at all. Their design makes them look like a teaser for the sequel to Avatar. New outfits look like a ripoff of the Predator, except in blue. It doesn't advance the MCU at all. Latest in a recent bunch of poor MCU movies. I long for the first 10 years of the MCU. Bring them back. They're still there, mate. You can go and watch them. (laughs) Second guy says, I am a diehard Marvel fan, but I have to admit I was really disappointed. I absolutely love comic book movies. I love Marvel and DC. So no one can accuse me of being biased. I absolutely love the first Black Panther, but this one sucked. I want my two hours, 41 minutes back. Did they actually put that? Yes. Oh my God. That's my favorite. Finally, uh, we've reached the point in which people will watch anything with the tag Marvel on it. I kept fighting to prevent myself from falling asleep. It's incredibly slow and nothing ever happens. No more could be terrifying, but... Couldn't reach his full potential. The false jokes weren't even funny. Overall, Black Panther played a beautiful and emotional tribute to Chadwick, but lacks a good story. 
I mean, there's something to be said for some I, of these comments. Sure, 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 sure. In conclusion, we watched the streaming version, so we didn't see any extras. I'm going to give Black Panther Wakanda Forever a 7 out of 10. I think that's fair. I'm going with 7 as well. It's a spectacle, it's really fun, and it's Marvel. It's my shit. <laughs> I'm into it. All right, so uh, thank you to Marvel and Disney. Next week, we're going to look at the movie Empire of Light. Do you know this one? Uh, I don't. Well, you're going to see it next week, and then you will. Movie recommendations. I am going with the original Iron Man, the very first Marvel movie. We're on number 30 now, but number one, Iron Man. And I'm also going to go with the double bill of Infinity War and Endgame as the best Marvel movies of the lot. Hmm. Those are your recommendations? All Marvel stuff? Yeah. Mine are so much more interesting because I'm going back to the early 21st, early part of the 21st century and this millennia for science fiction. And so I've got 2004, The Day After Tomorrow. One of my favorites at the time, I'm sure now if I watch it, I'd be like, oh, partially hide my eyeballs, but I don't care because I really enjoyed it at the time. It was in the big... um. Disaster, Disaster movie. Disaster movie. Yeah, there's a craze there in that early part. And then I have The Inside. The Eye Inside. The Eye Inside. I think, yeah, I've got that on DVD. I always see it on my shelf when I walk past. Well, I think it, if it says I've seen it, I've seen it. I have no idea what you that is. You have it. I'd, um, oh, I don't, I can't remember his name, but I see him on the cover of it. Um, the I Eye Inside. Know, some kind of like a thriller slash... <laughs> Um, it's, it's science fiction. Psychological thriller. Right. Yeah. Hold on. Ryan Phillippe. Ryan Phillippe. Yeah, that's who I see on the cover. And Sarah, I, I'd have to look. It's like it in a mental asylum or something. Well, I'm going to have to assume I've seen it because it's on my list. So moving on. <laughs> You've definitely seen it because we reviewed it. Oh, well, there you go. And then there's the Aeon Flux. Yeah. Whatever that Charlie's is. Charlie's Theron. Charlie's Theron. That's 2005. And then we have Doctor Who, which is just... Doctor Who came back at that time. So TV and movies. And then the movie Doom. Yeah, with The Rock. Was it The the Rock? Yeah, The Rock was in Doom, yeah. I thought it was the other guy. No. There was another person in Doom that we were like, oh, I like this guy. And then he's been in It was The Rock and it was uh, Billy Butcher from... um, Yes, that's him. Yeah. Billy Butcher. (laughs) Billy Butcher from The Boys. Yeah. So that's my recommendations. Nothing to do with Marvel. Notice not one single Marvel in uh, movie there. Correct. Ace Coley stuff. I've been playing a game called Hogwarts Legacy. It's a Harry Potter. It's not a Harry Potter game, but it's in the world of Harry Potter. I know zero about Harry Potter. I don't know why, because we watch movies and stuff. How did we never watch a Harry Potter movie? I have seen Harry Potter. No, movies. I mean, I was like, why did we never watch uh, Harry Potter? Because you never wanted to. You're always like, yeah, I'm not into it. It's Harry Potter. Like, you're kind of a grown up snob. Whereas we had a nephew at the time who was a kid. And so I watched, I think, the first three. And why didn't you watch all eight or 10 or whatever there is? Well, by then he was getting older and there was no need for me <laughs> to entertain him. Right. And the world didn't, I mean, it was fascinating and fun. It's just that it didn't. It's like skirting between somewhere away from my love of zombie apocalypse. There's no zombies in there. There might be some animated people. probably is, actually. And science fiction, which magic could be that, but it doesn't really ever spark my interest. But not because it's like a kid thing, which I think was your deal. Yeah, well, this is Hogwarts Legacy. It takes place like in the 1800s before Harry Potter was even born. It takes place in the Hogwarts castle. 
you're a fifth year student who's goes to school there. Um, it's an RPG like the Witcher, that kind of thing where you're doing missions for people. You're attending classes in the school to learn magic. You're going out on missions. You're with collectibles. You get different gear. You can change your outfits. You know, it's that kind of game, story based. And it's real. Did you see any of it? No. It's really, really good. The graphics are amazing looking. It's a uh, very next gen looking. Everything's like super detailed inside Hogwarts. If you've ever, if you are a Harry Potter fan and you've ever wanted to play a video game where they got the inside of the castle to look exactly how you would think it's supposed to look, this is a game for you because mm. they, the last Harry Potter games were like in the era of the PS2. So they were kind of very basic, but this looks just like you would expect it to look. I'm impressed by all the paintings that move. <laughs> there's like so many different ones in this and I'm just stand looking at the paintings. There's hundreds of them and they're all different. So it's a, if you like the RPG formula where you're leveling up your character, I just had to do a mission recently where I had to go to the town down the road and like go to the guy who makes magic wands and he made me a custom magic wand and I had to have to spend like 10 minutes in there picking out all the different components for the wand. So if you're a Harry Potter like enthusiast, you already know this exists. If Correct. you're not like me and you have no, everything's kind of a surprise to me because I'm not really, um, I don't know. Like they're riding like carriages with like invisible horses. I didn't know that was a thing. And I was like, at the beginning, I was like, are these horses, are they supposed to be horses pulling this carriage? But no, they're invisible horses or dragon type things. So Hogwarts Legacy, it's on Steam, PS5, Xbox, available now. Sid, Tar, what's for dinner? Well, we've come to the conclusion that tonight will be Impossible Whoppers. Impossible. Impossible Whoppers. We're vegetarian. That's why we're telling you what we eat, because for some reason, it really bothers people <laughs> when you have a dietary choice. We're, there's no, we don't have, we're not activists. We're not animal rights activists. We're not vegan. That is a whole lifestyle. It's not just an idea or a diet. I mean, I guess you can use it as a diet. We just stopped eating meat uh, 2009, which has been a very long time ago. Yeah. And neither of us give a shit, right? Like there's no, I, you even say sometimes when we see people cooking meat, you're like, oh, it just seems gross to you now. And I don't think it looks gross necessarily, but it, it doesn't interest me at all. It's not even like, I don't even know how to describe it. I think I never was into it, right? As a kid or anything ever. And then mm. when we stopped eating meat, I'm like, look at all the other stuff. And people are like, what do you eat if you don't eat meat? Or, well, nobody can tell me I can't eat meat. I get these comments. What all did the time. I make this week that was really like incredibly All amazing. of it? All the things you made? Yeah, but there was something we'd never tasted before. And we had, I can't remember what it was. It, it was, was rice cakes, Korean rice cakes with um, gojijian sauce. I think yeah, it was insanely it. good. It was delicious. It was amazing. Yeah. Totally vegan, that one. Yeah. Not on purpose. It's just we got a Marley Spoon box and we only do when we get cheap ones. So don't think we're being all fancy and shit. But um, I think that, one, I think that was whole amazing. box was 20 bucks. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was seriously amazing. And people say, what do you eat then? I just don't, I don't know what I would eat. And I'm like, everything else on the whole planet that's edible. I feel like more adventurous because you don't just go, let's just grab some steak, Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So that's what we're having, uh, Impossible Water. And what is your advice? And we'll get out of it. It's not advice. It's one more question, the series of what's wrong with me. You know, what's wrong with me? Yes, I have a lot of brainwashy things in my head where 
I see a thing or hear a thing and my my first knee jerk reaction is whatever I've been taught or told or, you know, I've come to a conclusion at some point in my life. And so now I'm reacting to that thing with that conclusion. Right. With not a lot of give. But also that's about, you know, that's getting smaller in me and more of me just wants to understand. Like, I want to understand why you say a thing or do a thing or act a certain way. I want to understand it before I make a decision about hating you for it. <laughs> See, <laughs> I have work to do. <laughs> Not hate you. I don't hate anybody, but like, I want to understand just like in this movie or like in the last of us, the reason everyone keeps battling is because of harm or injury that's been done to them or someone they love. And so then they want to inflict that on someone else and then they, everyone who loves that person wants to inflict it on everyone else. That's the why, right? And isn't that in this movie? That why is the question. True. Isn't it? They say it twice. So I just want to understand a lot of things. It, may, I will, it doesn't mean, oh, okay, so you have a, this bad thing happened to you, and now I'm completely converted to the idea that you just told me, and now I'm going to take that on board as my own idea. No, I don't mean that. Or convince me to have a belief that I don't have just because you've given me a good example of why you, why you believe it. I just want to understand because then our future communications and me understanding whatever interactions we have is just better. Right. I mean, to understand it, I mean, not maybe it doesn't change anything, but I feel like that keeps going around in my mind more and more as I get older. Wow. And that is all. That's not advice. Uh, I'm not telling you to be the person who wants to understand why. I'm just saying that's how I've been leaning toward in the last couple of years. I also want to say before we uh, end here that um, Black Panther were kind of forever's up for five Oscars. Best achievement in costume design. Best achievement in makeup and hairstyles. Best achievement in music, which is the song Lift Me Up by Rihanna. Mm. Best Achievement in Visual Effects, and Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role, Angela Bassett. Right. So five Oscar um, nominees. Will it win any? We'll see. So Sid Talk, is that your advice? Yes. <laughs> it's not advice, it's a question. <laughs> ascully.com is where you can go and get this podcast. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm Ascully, she's Sid Talk. You can also catch the podcast on anchor.fm slash after the show. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that podcasts are available. Email feedback to me, aschoolie at Do not email Sid Talk. She doesn't even want any email from you. Stay classy, Mr. Chadwick Boseman. Wakanda forever. And I'm going to say, think for yourself or someone will definitely do it for you. <laughs>